Welcome to the Water Babies Podcast. This week we are joined by Stephen Weimer, Joshua Weimer, and Lindsay Weimer. Because we could only afford one last name. We will be talking about Bigfoot and other things. Probably will meander and go into some really stupid things that we'll end up regretting and cringing at later. On the Water Babies Podcast. That was, you know that this song is royalty free by the poor, poor, poor people. This is the Water Babies podcast. This week we are joined by people who have already been mentioned in the title sequence. Is it called a title sequence if it's a podcast or is that just a TV show? Apparently I'm too loud as usual. Apparently. So if I get really quiet, it's Steven's fault. <laughs> but back to my question. Is it called a title sequence if it's on a podcast? No, it's an intro. Joined by people who were already mentioned in the intro song. Lindsay, do you have a segment for us? I do. I have my unnamed disease segment. That's really bad because the diseases do have names. The segment doesn't have a name. <laughs> you have a point. Clearly that's not what you're going to school for because you, I, I'm correcting you on that. It's kind of brutal. No, I'm not going to school on naming diseases. What are you going to school for? Because I've been telling everybody that's what you go to school for. <laughs> okay, so the, our disease. So in this segment, I give you guys a disease name, and you have to guess what the disease is. So our disease tonight is called aquagenic urticaria. Aquagenic urticaria. You could pronounce it whichever way you wanted. I'm still not going to know what it is. <laughs> I mean, I do know what that is, yes. <laughs> Aquagenic urticaria. No, urticula. <laughs> no, I think Stephen is right. <laughs> you know what? I, like, practiced saying this for, like, five minutes before I came over here And Stephen here just showed up and nailed it. <laughs> because I knew I was going to pronounce it wrong, and so I kept practicing saying it, and I had it right, and then I sat down, and we started recording, and I said it wrong. <laughs> I watched the old school Dune from like 1984 today and it still sounds like i spent my time better than you shameful <laughs> i should have practiced 10 minutes instead of five obviously <laughs> <laughs> yeah get you gotta have your tight 10 ready <laughs> all right alcogenic so i'm reminded of a story that i was once told no you aren't thank god because i was really gonna be scratching <laughs> to make that up aquagenic urticlia so aqua that's obviously that's water that part's easy genic I could go down the eugenics road, but I felt like I was I offensive hate. enough last podcast, so I'm just going to say hygienic. <laughs> so it's clean water. No, I'll say dirty water since it's a disease. And uticlia is there's bugs from Utah in dirty water. Oh, so Utah. Yeah, just the whole state of Utah. Yeah. It's the Latin <laughs> name for Utah. <laughs> So we just decided Utah is a disease. I don't think we decided that. I think the world decided that. And most importantly, Utah decided that. No. I don't know how it got to be just like me bagging on Utah podcast. Is this like I the third one like, I've done that? I think it's every podcast. <laughs> if Utah didn't suck so bad, I wouldn't have to. I'm not racist. I just hate them really badly. Okay, Steven. Um... <laughs> 
Did you Google it? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to assume that the Ticlia is... It's so bad because I'm still... I'm pretty sure we're still pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> no, we have this. I'm going to assume that that's something to do with our body. <laughs> <laughs> and then the aquagenic... I'm going to assume that there's a genetic code that gets passed down so it's hereditary hereditary yes that's exactly how you heretical heretical so i'm assuming okay so it's a gene that gets passed down that makes something in our body the ticlia produce water unnaturally no. So tell us how right we both were. <laughs> there are no words to describe how right you both were. Cool. We can move on then. So, cool. <laughs> I'm fine with that. It's a water allergy. So an allergy to water? An allergy to water. So people that oh, I've have, heard of that. Yeah, so people that have this, if they are they break out in hives, if they go swimming or take a shower or are in contact with water on their skin on really severe cases even drinking water can make their mouths feel like there's sores in it and even crying crying gives them like blisters and tear tracks down their cheeks so how does it sounds really metal but well it sounds really emo i would not confuse the two of those (laughs) how does it work where humans are largely made up of water i was about to ask the same thing it's a skin thing so it's not like because I, I did I did research that and it's a skin allergy not a... so so they can still drink water fine or do they have to like have a tube to they drink can drink water? water but they have to like, like use a straw like so it doesn't a, get on there instead of a uh, like Lips. beer bong they have a water bong and so each day is like a party I mean I guess I didn't look into that too closely did but I just I get did... a job writing inspirational cards. <laughs> I did. When you have aquagenic <laughs> spinal ticlia, every day's a party. <laughs> Where did you get spinal? It sounded better. Yeah. <laughs> You're really bad naming it, disease. I, I'm it, fixing it this It has stuff. nothing to do with the spine. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it does. It has to a little bit because, I mean, like, isn't there all sorts of nerve? I feel like we should move on. My bad. So, But you were saying there's some where it's a severe enough case that they can't even drink water. Well, they get like sores in their mouth if they do, so they. So how do they get water in their system then? I don't know. They just die. They literally like that's they, all I can think is like you would literally just die of. They do dehydrated and... water, and then the water that is naturally in your body rehydrates the water when you eat the dehydrated no. water, <laughs> and you're fine. I wonder how long that would last. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just like chug it, so it's not in their mouth for very long. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I'm going to bring back a water bong. That's that actually be... water bong something completely different. Never mind. <laughs> Steven, I think Let's it's your move turn. On. <laughs> you yeah. got a cryptid for us? Yes. And hopefully it's an actual cryptid and you're not going to try and pull wool over my eyes and tell me a fairy tale again. Yeah. <laughs> Shameful. <laughs> I liked the fairy tale. It was, was good sh- until we started talking about fairy princess queens and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, the- clearly it's made up. <laughs> I could believe it up to that point. All right, so this week we're going to be talking about the Kappa. Kappa, Kappa, Theta, yeah! <laughs> uh, I like how you just, like, you now pause whenever you 
<laughs> you introduce it and look at me because you know I'm going to say something really stupid. <laughs> I think that's what they call rhythm. Can't keep going. I think you just ruined the what they call rhythm <laughs> by talking about it. Does that ruin it? I guess we won't know until like the 10th episode. <laughs> so a basic description of the Kappa is it is roughly humanoid and about the size of a child, typically greenish in color. They can be other colors like blue and red, but that seems more rare. Usually it's going to be earth tones like green and brown. They can either be scaly or slimy. I don't know <laughs> what defines which or where, like if it's a regional thing or whatever, but that's some are slimy and some are scaly. You know the thing about them west side kappas, they're all slimy. <laughs> the east side kappas are scaly. Can is this the second one where we've talked about green children? I guess uh, you just said they're the yeah. size of children, not that they're children. No, these ones aren't the size of babies. They're the size of children. So A little less creepy. <laughs> <laughs> they have webbed hands and feet and a turtle-like beak. Or not beak. Yeah, they have a turtle-like beak as well. But uh, then they have a turtle-like, I don't know what you call that, the Carapace. shell. The carapace? Carapace. Yeah, the, the shell thing on its back. Carapace. Dictionary definition, shell thing on its back. Exactly. <laughs> They're a water-type creature, which you would guess by the webbed hands and feet. Are you just reading off a Pokemon card to me right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> Misty would love the Kappa. <laughs> They're stronger than a grown man, and they love to fight. Shh, not this grown man, I'll tell you that. <laughs> And they love to fight, like yeah, Josh. They, yeah, they love to fight in a specifically or especially sumo wrestling. Nobody say a freaking word. <laughs> I will fight everyone in this room. Especially sumo wrestling. <laughs> All right. I am not that green, and I'm significantly larger than I hope most children. So let's not go down the road that I know we're about to go and call me a kappa. <laughs> Now we got that out of the way. We can continue. I said we can continue. <laughs> Say good day, sir. Their arms are connected together inside their torso. <clears throat> oh, so it is me. Never mind. <laughs> uh, so if you pull on one arm, it will extend and the other arm will shrink. Pretty much you're pulling these, the other arm. So like these those are, old toys from the 90s. Like from the, yeah. when we were kids where you would do that? I have no idea what you're talking about. But what I was about to say is it straight up sounds like these were or were created by Jim Henson. This sounds like something that'd be like in the Dark Crystal or Labyrinth oh, or something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Something that would be giving me nightmares as an <laughs> eight-year-old Josh. <laughs> oh, and then apparently they have three anuses so they can unleash, unleash three times more gas than humans. Yeah, buddy. Now we're getting to the real scientific fact. <laughs> uh, the most notable feature of the Kappa, though, is they have a divot on their head like a bowl, which is called the Sara. Um, and then that is full of water, which is the source of their power. It's, well, I guess anuses aren't, unless it's a cat, aren't generally noticeable. Because I was kind of hung up on the three anuses. Then you said the most noticeable thing is the divot in their head. I know. But I, I retract almost... my well, statement. Okay, my <laughs> thing is, is like, how did they know? Did About... they catch one? <laughs> no, they just like telling them. Maybe, maybe they like <laughs> they jumped one. out of the they water and they're like, it. "I have three anuses." Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> like... 
I just I, I, I want to know like yeah how that for how they figured that out like because you can talk to him too so apparently so like <laughs> did someone go like hey do you happen to have three anuses well, I mean that's, that way? is the standard like one of my first date questions like <laughs> between one and five <laughs> I've never made it to a second date it's it's a mystery <laughs> so anyways that's a that's a brief description of what they look like and a couple features that they have nice did, did you did you say the country of origin i can't remember yeah i was actually about to say that it's oh, uh it's a native to japan uh, uh the kappa uh roughly translate to water child oh god dang it is water babies yeah, yeah. you're right Lindsay. i'm sorry <laughs> it sounded like a, like a bigger water baby like <laughs> so this you... is like we got water babies then they mature and they go to mature japan and their water children yeah okay. so somewhere we got water adults is that is that a thing the water babies that'll be our next podcast maybe that's the, the merfolk. mermaids yeah merfolk merman and mer so we did that last week we're really coming full circle on this and not mm-hmm. even meaning to or they're the kraken oh they yeah that one become they're definitely the kraken that makes more sense <laughs> that's canon now what are your guys' thoughts on the Kappa so far? <laughs> I feel like we've been saying a lot about it. <laughs> Explain again what the Kappa is. Yeah, the brief track. description. No, no, I got it. I got it. All three right. anuses. That's three all you got to know. And apparently that is specifically so it can pass three times as much gas. This boy knows how to party. And then it's got the cool trick with the with the arms. Where you pull on one and it shortens the other one and lengthens the one you pull yeah, on. Does that, and then it's does that got with the its legs its head. too? Don't be silly, Lindsay. Of course it doesn't. <laughs> then it's got the bowl in its head, which you could easily put like, I don't know, like M&M's or an alcoholic beverage in there. This is the ultimate party bro. But it Kappa gets- may be a water demon or it might just be the coolest dude you ever want to boogie down with. <laughs> I'm bringing back boogie down. <laughs> you heard it here first. Possible. Yeah. Except that... They're generally uh, mischievous. Actually, you know what? That yeah, I was like, <laughs> who do you party with? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Me too, but I talk a big game. It's almost the same thing. They're actually kind of a weird, their behavior I find very intriguing. So they're, they're mischievous. And they like playing tricks on humans, such as obviously farting loudly. They got to put those three anuses to use. <laughs> they fart loudly in a gathering or looking up a uh, woman's camino. This is not a good party. This is like a frat boy. This is, a... is okay. Did you mean kimono or kimono something else? <laughs> and I want to ask what it is I and don't want to ask what that it is. I, I was thinking Star Wars. Let's so. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> talk about Star Wars. <laughs> I feel so much Jedi's now. are real. <laughs> All right. I just take back what I said about partying with him. I partied with this guy. It always ended badly. <laughs> so they either so they could be mischievous and mild like that, or they could be extremely vicious. Luring people down into lakes and drowning them and eating their innards and while they're still alive. I, I you know, I'm going to say maybe the kimono thing is not as bad now. <laughs> still not great. I'm not condoning anything, but if I had to choose between the two. Apparently, they also hate horses and cows and will attack them Dude, for no reason. Freaking there with them, man. <laughs> cows are cute. Cows are evil. But gasish. The- are they, that, that's the reason they don't like cows. 
is the cow is the only thing that can produce more gas than <laughs> They're so direct sweet, competition. Though. No, like, they are not. If you like think they're sweet, puppies. no, they are not. <laughs> you have obviously never worked with cows. If you can no, even you're begin right. to I say haven't. that, you get pinned against a feed wagon <laughs> by ten cows and see how you feel. I don't know. They're both loud, obnoxious pooping machines. So, dude, you're using this as a backhanded comment towards me. The second time this episode, <laughs> this will be the last episode. We're comparing... Wait, are you calling yourself a dog? We're compa- comparing yeah, cows we- to dogs, <laughs> so... We need what? to get back to this. <laughs> <laughs> so the weird... So why I was thinking that they're weird is... So they're they're tricksters, they're mischievous, or they're just vicious. But then on top of that, they're also extremely polite and honorable. Just like Ted Bundy. For example, like if you bow to one, then they feel inclined to bow back. Uh, which is also one of the best ways to beat or to defeat a kappa if they bow doesn't their water come out and that's where they get their power right right correct see i'm thinking (laughs) you're thinking ahead i'm gonna start bowing to every short person just the (laughs) off chance that they might be a kappa i think that will get you very far in life something's got to start because i mean honestly what i've been doing has not been working out good for me (laughs) so i'll try that for a little bit see how it goes so if you are dealing with one in the water, there's pretty much no hope unless you're Josh. That's right. I thought, yeah. That's right. <laughs> but if you're on the land, then there's a few tricks. So the, the most common way to deal with it is to bow to it so that the water comes out. Because when the water comes out, they are completely immobilized and they lose all their powers. So, so do they have to just be in contact with water? So say, for instance, you're in ankle deep water. You bow to them, they bow to you, they dump nope, their water. No, it's in that bowl. So that divot on their head, the Sara, if that is emptied of water, then they're out. So ankle deep water, I still we still got them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but okay. what if they but like the thing is is they could like fall down in the water and then it would be full. <clears throat> yeah, that's the thing is they're <laughs> small and they like to sumo wrestle, so they're probably gonna be down in the water. It's but just, ankle deep still kind of rough for him, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. If it's you like basically knee just gotta like do a da- face plant into gravel. If it's like knee deep or waist waist deep, then you're still in trouble. Dang it! Because they're super strong, so they'll just like literally stay in the water and pull you down under. Okay, this is important because I'm <clears throat> planning my trip to Japan, so I need to I need to get this good. So <laughs> leave no details out. All right. Tell me about the three anuses again. <laughs> so the three anuses uh, are... I, I'm back on board. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> on to the next thing. Uh, the Another trick is because their limbs are attached inside their torso, for some random reason, they're also super easy to remove. Just rip their arms off? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> just pull one arm and just rip their arms out of them. <laughs> and then beat them to death so, with it. This... <laughs> What it reminds me of, I used to work with this guy. He was super prissy about his clothes and stuff like that. And he was a total prick on top of all of it. He used he to be so mean and like get irritated at the dumbest things and was lazy on top of it. One of his things that would really irritate him was if the ties on his hoodie, you know, those tassels that hang down off the hoodie... The drawstring mm-hmm. was uneven. I that drives it me would drive insane too. Yeah, him nuts. I, it does me So too, he would just be being a prick, like like just like balling me out over something stupid. And just, I just like reach over and yank on one of them really hard, so it'd be uneven, and he'd just like stop and be like, "Stop it!" <laughs> 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 
That's a little sad. Uh, yeah, they don't, a lot of it bothers me, but not that much. <laughs> I didn't rip his arms off, though. <laughs> it's kind of the same same print, same theory, though. Right, right. It's just a minor What I don't for the understand, <laughs> though, is... So the Kappa is super strong. They love to sumo wrestle and fight. And yet they have just this huge weakness in a fight is you just rip their arms out. <laughs> right. I don't understand how that works. Well, especially like like wrestling, if they like it so much, yeah. like there's a lot of grabbing arms just yeah. naturally. Then there's also a lot of heads being bent weird directions. <laughs> I know. So they're like, it really just doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, like maybe that's why the they love it. It's a challenge. The one friend who's like super short but still really wants to be like professional basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is the cryptic equivalent of that friend. Yeah. <laughs> wants really badly to be great at wrestling but just naturally predisposed to be terrible at it i mean they'd be okay at kickboxing though right yeah because their legs aren't connected together yeah. i guess that they're still striking in it though there's less there's less no this is i i this is not a this fight is podcast a <laughs> this is not a fight podcast so could you could do either of those things and then just leave or um so if you rip the arms out, a lot of times they'll trade favors to get the arms back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me my arms back, guys. I'll do anything. I can do this and that for sorry, you. Sorry, sorry I tried to kill so, you. Just give me my arms back. Do do they have magical powers? Like what type yep. of favors are we talking? That Sara uh gives them the ability that powers over good and evil. They can be used for good and evil is how they put it. One of the things that uh, farmers will usually help for or have help for is like irrigating their land or like bringing fresh fish or whatever or uh, get knowledge on medicine and stuff like that. So just because that's one of the things is they're very knowledgeable on medicine. And apparently some of the medical arts in Japan have been taught to them by Kappas. Um, There's one called bone setting. I forget what that's what it is. Probably a self-descriptive <laughs> title. Yeah. Some, something to do. I'm, bone setting apparently is one of them that the Kappa taught people. And that's how we know bone setting. I, forgot, I don't know what you bone know, that, setting that, is. That's actually what about really the medical person? So, so, do you know what bone setting is? I, when you break I actually bone do. And you put it back in line so it will heal correctly. Well, that, that's what I was is about to say. Is? Is, yeah. That's the connection to it. Is Bone setting is that is realigning a broken bone, but it is also putting dislocated bones back into socket the socket so it's interesting that they have the weakness of having their arms ripped out which is like a very extreme dislocation i guess you could say (laughs) they've got plenty of practice which is also decapitation is just extreme (laughs) dislocation so it is interesting that it has that connection where they taught them bone setting like something they would naturally be good at because they gotta put their arms back in all the time (laughs) Yeah, the same thing if you put water back into the Sara. So if you bow to them and they spill the water out of their Sara, then you put water back in, then they're pretty much like indebted to you for life and they'll actually serve you for life. So they sound really easy to defeat, actually, if they're out of water. (laughs) Yeah, they're kind of weird. They're vicious, mischievous. One thing, though, you do have to be careful with is some of them have caught onto that, so they'll actually wear a metal cap. I forget what that's called, but they'll wear some uh, something that uh, actually keeps the water uh, in because they they don't. Now I'm want just picturing it like a kappa with like plastic wrap over it's their head. Kappa cap. <laughs> they sell them at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs>
So, but yeah, you're right. It is actually sold on the Tupperware aisle. So you're on the right track there. Uh, another one is they love cucumbers. Oh, Apparently, okay. a random little bit of information I found is they love cucumbers more than like anything. There, there was actually many people that believe that uh, writing the name and ages of everyone in their family on pieces of sliced cucumber and throwing them into the water before bathing would ensure that no one in the family would be harmed. I got no arguments to poke holes in that theory. Legit. <laughs> next thing. Next thing. <laughs> uh, then uh, there's some people that have warded off kappas by carrying iron, uh, sesame, or ginger. I don't really know mm. why those are things, but it's another little a few things that apparently they, they like they it or they hate it. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, they like cucumber, which is almost a like, inert flavor. Yeah, and so you know, stuff that's got flavor to it. Eat that crap. <laughs> iron, full of flavor. <laughs> no, but but iron is actually interesting because there's a lot of stories like the of like the that's how you avoid the fairy folk or you avoid werewolves is you have a piece of iron mm -hmm. because they hate the earth stuff that comes from the earth and there's nothing more well, pure than iron. From I thought it was silver that was well. Pure. Silver. It depends if on what, you shoot what, a werewolf with silver, it kills them. But that is one of the ways to like avoid. That stuff is iron. It drains. It doesn't kill them, but it drains their strength. Right. Well, and I I also read in some things, and I, I don't know if this. Well, it's all it's all fake. But anyway, the I read one thing that How said that you? the silver was a more recent thing, and it used to be iron. It like dated all the way back to like the Celts, where they would use it to to avoid their monsters and their fairy folk. It was a natural element, and they just had mastery over the over iron they were technically still in the bronze age hmm. for way longer than you know rome at least so iron was something new and very great to them so hmm. just having a chunk of iron was very significant so do you guys want to hear kind of where people think that it originated before the arguments or after the arguments oh let's never talk about it. let's just make up our own thing all right so i think that it's actually a new thing and it's been a great government hoax that they went through and they made all the you know the they didn't have papyrus but they had the rice paper they wrote on the rice paper and they wrapped it around that rice candy and people ate it so it was actually lost the world for about 10 years but then they remembered and they started the no of course tell me now <laughs> <laughs> and shame on you guys for letting me go that long <laughs> No, uh, rice candy. I know. That's I mean, that's good stuff. <laughs> There's two people listening right now who know what we're talking about. <laughs> so these are some of the things that I could find. The first one would be the most like cryptidy, outlandish one. There are people that believe that the Kappa is a type of alien creature that somehow found its way. Most cryptidy, but it's it's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do we need to go back and talk about what cryptids are again? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said outlandish. It's it's like the only thing that's more oh, okay. devastating. Okay. A lot of people have a bunch of theories where it came from, and like none of them are cryptids, even though everyone calls them a cryptid. So I don't know if I just couldn't find it in my research or if that's just... Hey, you're just bad. <laughs> of course they're cryptids. But anyways, I think so the alien creatures that came down to Earth and the cap are able to travel to and from Earth through portals, which are whirlpools. Uh, uh, yeah, that wasn't a statement. You can keep talking. Uh, 
there are uh, many scholars that point out that several ancient cultures speak of sea creatures who are documented to have fallen from the sky. Many of these creatures uh, are also said to have immediately they? submerged themselves in a body of water as soon as they arrived and are also credited with teaching human beings religion, culture, and medicine. Uh, likewise, the early Kappa are known as friendly helpers who worked to teach humans important medical practices. So apparently they're tied. They kind of have the same origin as a lot of other mythological creatures. And so a little bit of like chariots of the gods stuff going around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah ancient exactly. aliens. But uh, most people have a more um, darker origin. And the version directed by Christopher Nolan. Wait, who's Christopher Nolan? Doesn't matter. It was a great joke. <laughs> uh, so obviously there's the one where people explain Cap as a simple story for children to scare them into behaving. One of the most common themes of the Kappa is their fixation on disobedient children. Like when disobedient children ventured too close to the water without their parents, the Kappa would pull them into the water and drown them. Or some stories say the Kappa kidnapped the children or that the Kappa would drink the blood of their victims and eat their internal organs. Because that's they were a great story alive. to tell your children. And then they looked up of their kimono. <laughs> yeah. No, wait. How and does stole Steven their Bible. It? And that actually kind of ties into uh, what um, most people believe this Kappa story was created on is uh, a way to keep children away from bodies of water to keep them from seeing leech babies. Do you guys know what a leech baby is? course keep going <laughs> i do not uh this is where it is darker leech babies were either stillborn infants or newborns that were killed by poor families that couldn't afford to care for them oh water babies yeah that, these that children comes up yeah, a lot yeah they were thrown they were <laughs> sorry thrown, for bumming everybody out <laughs> they were thrown into rivers lakes and ponds uh which is the same places uh said to be the inhabitants of the kappa and apparently in the ancient world it was very common to encounter these uh, because of high numbers of struggling families that simply couldn't afford to take care of them. Okay, so let me get this straight. You have children. You want to keep them safe from the leech babies. Or, well, and so you, you don't but want you don't to, want to tell them about the leech babies. Yeah. So you tell them about this other kind of monster. <laughs> that will eat the internal <laughs> organs. And drink their blood. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just telling them about the babies that would do it instead. Uh, no, the baby. <laughs> Lindsay, it is my job to be making up new legends. Stay off my turf. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So they they didn't see the bodies. Okay. I'm now. I'm. So it wasn't. So the leech babies aren't like. They're not a cryptid. They're. Oh, okay. A very, I feel bad real, now. Very sad thing. Yeah, that's why I say it's pretty oh, dark. It's like. <laughs> okay. I thought I thought it was like a water babies thing where they like turned into. <laughs> In a roundabout way, yes, and, it is a water baby. Yeah, and so I thought that the, the babies became monsters, and so that's what they were trying to keep the children from Sorry. no <laughs> okay no they made up this story to keep them away from water so they wouldn't see very real very we need to <laughs> have Lindsay there when we do research <laughs> so that when we get bogged down finding stuff we just have her like we tell her a small portion and have her make up the rest <laughs> <laughs> and then you just like say it like it's real yeah yeah <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> exactly 
But yeah, so there's a lot of Okay, sorry, coincidences I misunderstood and... there. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of coincidences and stuff that kind of tie that theory into the Kappa. Okay. There's also, um, have you guys ever heard of the Hansaki? Yes, of course I love I Saki. <laughs> the Hansaki is a giant salamander. Oh, wait, yeah, I actually have. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what the name was. <laughs> My bad. Uh, the giant salamander is also very commonly uh, considered the origin of the Kappa story because the giant salamander is can grow up to about five feet. Okay, so length. this is real. Yeah, it's literally, okay. it's a giant, yeah, it's another cryptid. I, I know, I'm like, I don't want to speak up right now if you're on again. The leech salamander, though, that's not real. The what salamander? Leech salamander. The leech salamander baby. The water, the baby salamander. I've seen baby salamanders. Salamander babies are real, but baby salamander is not real. Uh-oh. That's my jazz name. <laughs> I did not know of these salamanders before the research no i, I didn't did. know there I was any to... salamanders that could reach up to five feet no i life. didn't know that either that sounds awesome they're, they're pretty cool they are way way awesome i highly recommend looking up videos of them yeah they're, they're very they're an endangered species which is incredibly sad because they are just awesome to behold i yeah. and i don't know if they're the same obviously because this is the first time i've heard about it but i've always loved salamanders i think they're just the sweetest sweetest lizards and they're awesome okay speaking of which i was feeding your bearded dragon so gonna break the third wall here i i am the caretaker of Lindsay's bearded dragon because she's not allowed to have it where she's living right now so it's staying in my place and i was feeding it the other day we put calcium powder on her food basically as a supplement so she's conditioned to bite anything that's got white Did powder she on you it. Again? She bit me so hard and would not let go. <laughs> she's like, she grabbed my finger and started trying to do the death roll. <laughs> and was like, I was like trying not to hurt her. And she was like trying to pull me back into her cave <laughs> to finish me off. <laughs> Good grief. It didn't hurt, but I was starting to get concerned just because I didn't want to hurt her. I might have to die. <laughs> It's like, so what you, are they feeding me? <laughs> you owe me an apology and probably a pair of gloves. <laughs> I am, I also had to apologize to Joel last week because I took her out of her cage to clean it out and she pooped all over him. All right. She's forgiven. <laughs> all over him. All right. Uh, one of the reasons the giant salamander... <laughs> Uh, one of the reasons the giant, the the Hansaki are considered or are related to the Kappa or people think that it's just the Hansaki is the origin of the Kappa story is for grabbing their prey with their strong jaws and pulling them into the water. <laughs> Coincidentally, Japanese giant salamanders are also known for frequenting the same uh, areas as the Kappa. Like rivers, lakes, and ponds. And how many anuses does the salamander have? <laughs> Probably just one. <laughs> I can't. Maybe it's you... like one really big one. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the way you should have answered that. <laughs> Are you gonna have to bleep yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Well, because I was thinking, there's got to be some reason if that is the re- if that is the origin for the kappa, 
what relates the salamander to farting a lot. Okay, ballpark it for me. <laughs> How much time a day would do you spend thinking about salamanders' anuses? <laughs> Probably once, uh, twenty-two years, <laughs> or no. 26 well, years. I was going to say, like, like, you're, you're a lot older than that. And so also that disappointing. Very disappointing. <laughs> we need to go on to the next thing because I, I, I'm hung up on this. I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty hung up on this. <laughs> you can't take a drink and make me monologue. I can monologue now after the Janus thing. <laughs> I didn't make a your mom joke. Someone should be giving me a biscuit. <laughs> Uh, Are we paused? Did you just it feels like it? we might be paused. <laughs> I, I don't nope. even know what to say right now because I'm going to say bad things about my talk, So You guys. <laughs> you're the <laughs> one who led in with you, Janus. Yeah, but you up. are the guys that sent it flying sky high. <laughs> <laughs> You're right over there. No. <laughs> <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> that's about. Forward. That's pretty much where I wrap no, it up. No, you need that's... to tell a story or something. You can't let Josh no, and I talk. No, 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 no. I have a segment. <laughs> okay. All right. I have two segments. I want to. I want to do tonight. And with your guys' permission, can I do both? Sure. Okay. I have a new segment that I'm introducing called. Unpopular opinions about popular cryptids. Yeah, that should have been a soundbite of Kermit the Frog. I see these strange creatures. Hopefully, we edit that in later. If not, I feel like I nailed it. <laughs> All right, today, my unpopular opinion about popular cryptid is about the bat squatch. Now, the, the what? The bat squatch. So this is my. Is that an um, actual cryptid or is that? Yes, it's an actual. Well, it's both. <laughs> I would. It, I think that's a cryptid, not a cryptid. Well, cryptid comes in later for my second segment, <laughs> so it worked. So I think that the bat squatch is just something that white people, I don't even know why I said white people, people had to co-opt in because they thought that Bigfoot wasn't interesting enough, so they just started making up crap. Now, they say, oh, it's, it's Sasquatch, but it smells funny, and it's got wings. Uh, look how interesting I am that there I got something going other than Bigfoot. Oh, I'm so cool. Uh, and they don't even tell me how many anuses the Bat Squatch has. <laughs> so how am I supposed to believe it? And that concludes my segment. And the second segment is? Uh, we, we could do that later. Do we want to do it now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> or <laughs> right, we're talking... Save it for when things get out of control again. Because <laughs> it's bound to happen. I feel like my segment that I have planned is going to do that because you guys are going to hate it and I'm going to relish every moment of anger. <laughs> so do we argue now? Is that how this okay, goes? I argue, think, fight, fight. I think it's real because three anuses is, is such a specific detail. It has to be real. I think it's fake. Obviously, it was, as Steven said, just one huge anus, <laughs> and people thought it was three. <laughs> that you guys apparently kicked sky high. <laughs> I want to move on from this, but I can't. It may be you keep sky dragging high, but I'm down. flying after it. <laughs> the other reason I think it's real. Oh, you need more than that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
you have your anus argument. <laughs> beyond that, I think that's the, my the best argument for it, honestly. <laughs> but, so, do you think the cryptid is real or that the stories are real? Which one were you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that really caught my attention is that they taught humans how to bone set, and that is just crazy to me that humans didn't always know how to do that. And that's why you think it's real? Is it it just sounds like you're like still my argument as to why I think it's fake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what was your argument, Josh? Well, okay. So I mean my overall argument, we'll we'll go ahead, we'll we'll hone in on bone setting right now. Our story of how we discovered fire, according to the ancient Greeks, was that a kind Greek god risked his life and his godhood to come down and show us fire because we were too stupid to figure it out on our own. So, for centuries, there are many, many other stories that are similar to that. This is just another case of that where we have to, we don't know how to explain. You know, you're teaching your son how to set a bone because that's something that every dad has to teach his son is how sure. to set a bone. And he says, Father, where did we learn how to set bones? And he doesn't know. He's like, well, or um, the, the, the kappas. And they, uh, they taught us. And he's like, well, what's a kappa? And he's like, well, you know what, you little... <laughs> you little jerk <laughs> I didn't want you and then he cries the son cries and then he has to go no 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 don't cry or the kappa will get you and then he says father what is a kappa and he says you know what you I mean and then he ex- makes up this bull crap about the kappa that is what the kappa is the kappa is a case of a lazy father with a wild does he, does he continue that as i mean it's the kappa is uh, three anuses yeah three anuses yeah wait uh well no i'm guessing that that was probably a question you know that's a normal healthy child question to have <laughs> wait Father, there's only one thing how, i really how care many about anuses does it have? <laughs> i don't later, know like, we go into the cucumber and like, like, father, what does he like to eat? Like, I don't know. Like, cucumbers or some crap. Just cut the rice. I don't know. Get, just get to work. <laughs> no rebuttal to that. That's right. <laughs> so this bone setting thing. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess they didn't used to know, like, even 200 years ago to, like, wash your hands. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> they would set bones by washing their hands? <laughs> Explain, no, please. No, I'm just saying that, like, Germ theory is something that, like, is so obvious to us. Which cryptid taught us about germ theory? (laughs) Now I want to know. Bigfoot. Mother, (laughs) tell me, how do we know about germs? Because Bigfoot is a walking infestation of germs. Interesting that you're my mother. (laughs) (laughs) You're different than how I imagined. (laughs) Good to finally meet you, though. So... Anyway, Kappa's real because of three anuses. <laughs> What's your next segment, Josh? I mean, it's really hard to argue with that. <laughs> We're going to have another shut up <laughs> edit going. Yeah, what were you editing out there? Never mind. Move on. No, he was editing in something. Any Did you not me. listen to that part? No, I move She on. does not care about the fruits of our labor. <laughs> I say ours like I, I help out it. I do not help edit. It's, it's obvious by the fact that the editing gets done. I do not help edit. Oh, you ready for my next segment? Yes. Oh, you guys are going to hate this. I am so excited. So Kappa reminds me of something that would be said in a rap song. I want you guys to go. 
come up with a free flow burst about a cryptid of your choice. I'm going to pass on this. I can't wait to see what Stephen Google's. <laughs> wait, is this supposed to be free flow? Free flow rap, yeah. So that means you can't Google. Okay, so you do understand it good. <laughs> I just thought you Googled everything. I, and I'm the judge. I don't have to do it. Last time I tried to rap, we still talk about, and I think I was 12. So I think. Oh, I'm you were younger than that. It was just that, that bad that I still remember. Yeah, so I am that's going what to have made... to respectfully pass on this segment. Well, just like run uh, no wait no i'm not gonna do that <laughs> it's you guys i'm the judge you want me to start beatboxing i will beatbox i could do the rap all right let's, let's do this al- alternative because i still remember if it. any of our <laughs> listeners are rap artists or rapperists rapperists i think yeah that's what it's called go ahead and record a rap about the kappa and it's got to contain the verse bust a kappa that's all i want I, you can <laughs> just do that on a loop for like 20 minutes i listened to that crap i listened to it so hard can we get back to arguing oh we're not doing that segment i knew you get well will you actually do it i'll badly beatbox for you if you want (laughs) i i I would need a second to think about it okay well how about we go ahead we keep we keep going and you can be keeping thinking about in the back of your mind you'll bring it up at the end that'll be easy because i usually don't talk unless i'm reading so (laughs) that's good because i usually don't think about what i'm saying so i'll also be thinking about it So, I would like to touch more on what you were saying about bone setting and germology, which I don't think is a germ word. theory. Germ theory. Okay, you're right. That was not a word. <laughs> why'd you say it, Lindsay? Pretty sure I didn't. I distinctly remember you saying it. Okay, so my point was because to me it's just crazy that we didn't know how to set a bone or that you needed to set bones because obviously if you don't set bones, there's lots of problems. Okay, I think. As someone but, who's and so that's the argument I was about to make. But then I remembered that we didn't know about germ theory, even though that's very obvious and a very big part of our lives today. I don't understand what you're saying. Uh, we discover stuff that and take for granted things that are really obvious to like you and I that it needs to happen. It wasn't obvious to like our ancestors. Gotcha. So so you're actually coming around to my th- way of thinking. Or I'm explaining away one of my arguments. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have said so many. <laughs> my other argument is still all Look I Look on need. Steven's face. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking really about bad. this rap so hard. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to break your concentration. <laughs> so what are your other numerous theories? <laughs> I have three of them. <laughs> It's hard to come back from that. <laughs> you really should have just left that part out. Who knows we're children that can't focus on anything else. I mean, it's such a central part of the story. I mean, literally none of that would have made sense if we didn't know that. that. I support it. He's Googling. No, no. Hey, hey, you cannot get out of this. I need to hear some sort of argument why you believe it's real. <laughs> Something other than that. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) The fact that it wears a cap on its head. So, okay, all the pictures of this thing. It's got this terrible, terrible bowl cut. This nasty, like, skullet meets bowl cut. Here, I'll look at the picture of it. No, what are you doing? This is a podcast. I know, I'm just looking at the picture, but I'm still talking. You keep talking. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm just watching Lindsay and Steven both <laughs> blinking away on the computer while no. I am here single-handedly I carrying this you... podcast. No, I'm talking. Like the hero I'm I am. I'm looking at a picture. I'm still talking. <laughs> and viewers, take this time to look at a picture also. <laughs> this is my third segment. Everybody look at a picture. I'm old school, so right now I'm looking at a picture I have hanging up on my wall. It's Stevie Ray Vaughan. It's very nice. I enjoy it. Now I'm looking at another picture picture it's hard to describe and i don't I think up. i should i really don't <laughs> you can't give up i trusted you all i could think of is like maybe one sentence <laughs> I, I will, take I, that I will hear this i want to hear the sentence you want a terrible beatbox sure wait what 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 <laughs> that wasn't a beatbox this is me actually asking you what <laughs> what 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 <laughs> Nope, I don't have even a sentence because it doesn't make any sense. What were you oh, doing on the okay. computer? I was looking up uh, cryptids, seeing if there's anything that rhymes with anything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything rhymes with orange. Orange, orange is a cryptid. Don't ask me. <laughs> did, did I win? <laughs> well, I didn't hear I, no, anything I you guys won. were saying. <laughs> so she says that they're real because of three anuses. <laughs> And then gave argument as it? to why they're fake. Yeah, I did, didn't I? <laughs> you totally did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, campus aren't real. I'm comfortable with that. Yes! The salamanders are, which just makes me so happy. They are awesome. I mean, if we were going to be looking up pictures on this podcast, we should have looked up pictures of those. Because while they wouldn't be able to see the pictures of the salamanders, they would be able to hear the amazement on our faces <laughs> when we look up these delightful creatures. Okay, I have to. What I'll actually do is I'll, I'll go ahead and post on our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, by the way. Water Babies Podcast. We got a cool little profile. I post pictures of random things on my phone because I don't want to get sued for using other people's stuff at me. So my favorite thing about this podcast and talking about cryptids is whenever we talk about cryptids, we end up talking about something about an animal we know about. The unknown animal. And I love it because it makes it seem so plausible that we have all these strange creatures. Wait, so we keep giving an excuse for the cryptid saying the cryptid is probably just this animal and you think that's a reason for cryptids no, to be real? I'm saying we end up talking about another animal. There is a lot of amazing <clears throat> known creatures. Yeah. That, like you think, like I think it's the Thoracidon. Is that the, I, I can't remember what it's called. I'm not going to try and remember the name of it. It's this, basically, it's a venomous shrew. It's this little tiny thing that's mm -hmm. actually closely related to, most closely related to the elephant, I believe. A little furry, about the size of a rabbit, a small rabbit. It has a very long nose that is articulated, and it can wiggle it around, but it's also venomous. And it's really, really interesting. If you told me that that was real, and I wasn't able to just like look it up and see that it was real. Yeah, I wouldn't would totally think you. it'd be. A cryptid, I would yeah. totally. It's even got like I can't remember what it's called, but it does have a name. It's like yeah, that's that's made up, bro. <laughs> it's a no for me. <laughs> or so even like just like the platypus. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Another venomous one of the other venomous mammals. Yeah, just put three. The platypus animals was together. venomous. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't it's know that. got venomous spurs on its legs. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, quaka. Quakas aren't venomous. I know, but I'm saying like they don't look real. They look snake. like a teddy bear. Yes, yeah, snakes. That's wild, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're from Ireland, so we don't know what that is. <laughs> but yeah, no, I absolutely agree that the world is full of crazy things. And that is what makes me believe that there are cryptids out there. There are things that we do not accept as fact as of yet. 
that are actually factual. Yeah. Yeah. And that was my rap, actually, factually. <laughs> I, I think there's probably, there's a good chance there's a few cryptids here and there that are probably real. There's most of them I feel like aren't. Like, obviously, the Bigfoot is this. Is definitely real. <laughs> but obviously, like, like the, the Chupacabra. Like, I absolutely believe the Chupacabra is real because it's so easily, to, like, it probably is just a diseased dog. <laughs> <laughs> you just pulled a Lindsay and said it was real. <laughs> and then said it wasn't. You didn't just said it wasn't. <laughs> but things like that, like, I'm sure there are cryptids here and there that probably, like, I don't think the Kappa is. And there's, like, there's a bunch that I feel like I probably aren't. Is. Oh my gosh, Lindsay. It talks. Am I going to have to say I think the cap is real just to keep this fear of the podcast going? <laughs> I like, but I think I think Bigfoot's real. Like, Word, sister. Word. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen said obviously it's not real, but it's it's real. <laughs> oh, Loch Ness monster! I definitely believe yeah. that had to have been real. I don't know if it's anymore, but I feel like there is certainly a time where it could have been. Right, right. I mean, you think about the fact. You think about it's like one of those little tidbits that people throw out all the time. It's like, oh, you know, the woolly mammoths were alive the same time as the pyramids were around. That's pretty insane to think that to us, because we have humanity connected to the pyramids, the pyramids seem much closer. But then there's the woolly mammoths, hmm. where there is no written account. Or that we are not able to go see them today. So they seem incredibly distant. Yeah. But they did exist mm -hmm. fairly recently. Yeah. So it is wild to think. And I mean, we can talk about Bigfoot. Well, let's for a second talk about Megatherium. Megatherium is the giant ground sloths in Argent or in the Patagonias. Mm -hmm. They still believe that they, or some people still believe that they're somewhere in the Patagonia region, which they're basically the size of a minivan. And they're out there. They found hides of them that were fairly, you know, I mean, not fresh, but were very well preserved. So it's interesting to think that those might actually be out there. Yeah. And that's, that might actually be my favorite cryptid is the Megatherium. Because hmm. it's one that was proven to have existed, but they think it's extinct now. I would totally love to, if that turned out that they were still around. Yeah, that'd be that'd really be interesting. Really cool. Now, on a strangely, I'm not going to say smart, but just much less dumb than we normally are <laughs> turn that we've taken, I'm going to sign us out. Follow us on Instagram at waterbabiespodcast. Send us an email at waterbabiespod at gmail.com. I don't know what to send us an email about. Suggestions, cool pictures. Just tell tell me that I look good in the clothes I'm wearing now. I don't know. Let's, let's do something. I get bored. <laughs> Stay safe, America. England, not so. Don't stay safe with England. Don't stay safe. <laughs>